I forgot you did that. <laughs> I didn't. Why would you have forgotten? Because I'm a forgetful person and we haven't just taken months off. Months. Months. Literally months. Literally months. Yeah, apologies for the uh, lateness of our reply. Oh. Uh, no one's going to get why we were excited by that. Um, hi, I'm Alistair. And I'm Dan. And this is Digest My, my Shorts. Uh, well, what do we do in Digest My Shorts? We... We... Oh, what do we do? We, um, Watch. I think we... We rate... Um, impressions of the Beatles. Okay. Uh, until we can't be bothered anymore. Yeah. Right. We actually watch every episode of The Simpsons until we can't be bothered anymore. And that we seem to have hit that mark. <laughs> um, back in November. It is now April. Um, I feel like that wasn't The Simpsons' fault. Oh, no, no, it wasn't The Simpsons' fault at all. We uh, had... You got a job. I got a job. I got depressed. Um, <laughs> I got a job and depressed. Yeah. I, I think you've had a couple of holidays since then. Uh, I've had th- flu three times Why? since then. Uh, I had an operation. So lots of stuff has happened. Lots of stuff. I'm sure you guys are all yeah. thrilled to hear. But we're all, we're all alive. Yeah. And we're back to watching... The Simpsons. Yeah, what did we watch today? Brush with Greatness. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. One of us should have written it down. I, I, I wrote Brush with Greatness. Same here. Cool. Um, what did you think? I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. Um, we both went into this a bit like, oh God, forgotten about The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Quite enjoyed just hanging out and not watching The Simpsons. But I was laughing quite a lot. Yes, we, I, we both laughed out loud. So the hiccup several times. Pardon me. Um, would you want to give a brief description in oh. twenty seconds of what happened? Okay, um, Homer gets stuck in a water slide, um, so he decides to lose weight. Uh, also, Mister Burns is looking for a portrait, so he commissions Marge to do a portrait because she's discovered um, a latent artistic talent, and then Marge. Does the portrait of Mr. Burns naked because he's a gross old man? Yeah, brilliant, perfect. Oh, and Ringo Starr turns up at one point. Yes, Ringo Starr plays himself in, as you've described, a story which really didn't require a special guest at all. But uh, it was a sweet story. It was a sweet cameo. Yeah, well, because, um, yeah, his role was just because uh, Marge... Loses confidence at one point. Yeah, and she sent him a, a painting when she was, what, 16 or whatever. Yeah, we were trying to figure out the chronology of this. Mm, in the 70s. But the Beatles had split up by then. Well, quite. So, 50 years ago, <laughs> she sent him a, a portrait. Um, and and he took that long to, to reply because he had so much fan mail. That was a funny joke. Yeah, it was good. I like the idea of Ringo Starr replying to all his fan mail. And he, in, in all of it, he replied saying... Oh, Paul, do you want to do the accent? I'm not very good at the accent. Well, you, you're better than I. Apologies for the lateness of my reply. Brilliant. Yeah. Which, yeah, that was fantastic. Did you ever watch Thomas the Tank Engine? No, actually. Really? Ringo started the uh, narration on that. Perfect. But, well, that makes sense because it's all set near Liverpool, isn't it? I have no idea where Thomas the Tank the, Engine the is set. Pre- the pretend island, Sodor, whatever. What? There's a mythology. There is a mythology. <laughs> wow. The pretend island takes up the whole of the Irish Sea, 
bits between Liverpool and Northern Ireland. Oh. Is yeah. that like that mystical island, like High Brazil? Yeah, but with trains. But with talking trains. <laughs> but with talking trains and fat controllers. <laughs> the, the fat dictator himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, if you go... Genuinely, guys, more interesting than The Simpsons is if you go and look at the Wikipedia article on Thomas the Tank Engine, the guy who came up with it didn't just think, it's somewhere. He There's a whole island with a map and... Wow. It, it, it's huge. The mythology denser than Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, did you have any favourite jokes from this episode of The Simpsons? Um, yes. It was very early on. Mm-hmm. I think it was the one that made me laugh the most. It's when Homer was getting, he was getting changed into a swimming trunks. And yeah. the swimming trunks had a picture of like a, smi- like a smiley emoji before emojis. Yeah. Uh, on the butt. A pictogram, if you will. A pictogram. And then by the time he'd forced himself into the tight trunks, it stretched a smiley face into a sad face. That was it was pretty good. There was lots of um, jokes about weight, which I'm quite sensitive to because I realise I weigh more than those. <laughs> oh, no. Which is embarrassing. <laughs> um, uh, but kind of good-natured. And what I liked was uh, Marge put up with a lot until... Um, Homer comes down the stairs going, I'm £239 instead of £240. Um, and uh, Mr. Burns is just like, you're the fattest thing I've ever seen. You're I've been on safari. Yes, exactly right. And that's what, that's what makes Marge fail to see the good in him. Mm. Is He's just poisonous. But uh, Homer goes, oh, and he's just absolutely erupts. He goes, if you need me, I'll be in the refrigerator. <laughs> Which I thought was quite a good joke. Um, yes. Have you ever squirted whip, um, <laughs> squirty whipped cream into your mouth? Yes. I mean, anyone who isn't a vegan has squirted squirty whipped cream straight into their mouth. Okay. It's it's obligatory. How about your nose? No. Is I've it... not, also not squirted whipped cream out of my nose. Oh, that'd be pretty I, good. I think they some it happens in The Simpsons at some point. Everything happens in The Simpsons. Simpsons yeah, did it the first. The Simpsons have done everything, yeah. yeah. Uh, milk comes out of not Milhouse's nose. I'm pretty sure it is Milhouse. It might be Milhouse, yeah. I once um, got food poisoning off dirty spaghetti, and then when I sicked it all back up, I had to pull spaghetti at my nose. That's amazing. Okay, this is the 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 deepest waters of how gross this gets. But my parents' cat uh, ate string and. I can see where this is going. Started to defecate said string, but didn't complete. It was uh, irritated by it. So one of my parents had to get the, grab the end and just slowly pull, pull it from the cat until all the string... Let's not get any more gross than that. It's like a two-tailed cat. Yeah, quite. Oh. And it really does beg the question, how long is a piece of string? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Boy, that went off topic and fast. Did you have a favourite joke? Um, well, I think the refrigerator... Oh, no, actually, who was it? What is the teacher's name who is not Mrs. Krabappel? Oh, Miss Hoover? Miss Hoover. Is that, was that her in... At the very end, they unveil the painting of Mr. Burns and it's him naked because uh, Marge wanted to show how actually weak and frail, frail he yeah. was. And... Um, I think it was Miss Hoover, said, um, uh, somebody said something 
about the art. It's like bold and provocative. Yeah, exactly. And then she said, he's bad, but he'll die. So I like it. <laughs> it's just, that's, that cheered me. But that, I mean, that's all my notes. I think I actually just sat back and enjoyed the episode. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. I liked Ringo Starr. You um, liked the art teacher, I could tell. I really liked it. Yes, there's an art teacher who loves everything. And it was just really, really supportive. Um, so or it's when Marge gives him a compliment and he's like, please Marge, don't compliment you. I don't take compliments very well! <laughs> yes, and I loved Smithers in this episode. Um, Marge asks Smithers uh, if he minds the constant abuse that he gets. Mm. And he goes, uh, he says, oh, I treasure every moment we have together. And, and then yeah. Mr. Burns throws a cup of tea in. Yeah, and says, it's too hot. And he's <laughs> like, yes, I can feel it. It's cold me right now. Yeah. Poor Smithers. Yeah. It's a... Um, it's a, it was a good episode. Yeah, I mm. liked it. Um, I quite liked the art within the show. Because mm-hmm. obviously the show is a cartoon. Yes, I've noticed. Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, but the the paintings had like a nice... They had to like obviously differentiate them. And they had a quite nice sheen to them, I thought. Yes, they were, weren't were like traditionally painterly. No. Like they didn't try and do brush strokes, I think. But they did like shadows in a different way. Yeah, so it was quite nice. Kind of flat. But yeah, I, I, I completely agree. The bold Adonis. I'd have that painting in my in my living room. Oh, uh, yes. There was, yes um, if you were going to have one of Marge's paintings in your living room, what would you have? <sighs> I don't actually like the paintings that she did. That wasn't the question. Okay. If I, I in that in which case I would have the painting of Mr. Burns. Yeah. Uh, the final one of him standing naked and frail. Uh, yeah. Partly because of all the Simpsons memorabilia that you could get, it's the least Simpsonsy. That sounds really <laughs> bad. It sounds like I don't approve of Simpsons memorabilia, but it it's really anti fun. Mm. Because um, it is this ugly image. Yeah. Um, intentionally so. What about you? So would you have the, the Bald Adonis? I think I'd probably go with that painting of Ringo Starr and Marge getting married. <laughs> yes, yes. Of, of, I hung uh, it on my wall. I hung it on my wall. Um, and oh, the other thing he says in his letter, he says, it answered your question. And I can't do it. <laughs> and I apologise. I'm not even attempting to. I'm just doing an accent. Uh, it answered your question. Um, we do have hamburgers and french fries in this country. We call them chips. Chips. <laughs> it was uh, it was really pleasing, actually. Um, in the interim months, what have you been doing? I've been watching. So this is the, the context for this question. I've been watching lots of Steven Universe, which I really enjoy and really recommend. But it's a very different style of thing to watch. I have no idea what Mr. Universe is. It's a LGBT-friendly kids cartoon. Oh, cool. Um, and it's brilliant. Brilliant. But um, I'm really surprised that returning to The Simpsons after a little break, not a huge break, not years, but... Um, has been as pleasing as it is. Mm. What, what about you? Have you what have you been absorbing in the interim time? I haven't been watching much television. I mean, I didn't watch much television anyway. Sure. Um, Which is why we're so well qualified for this. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I watch one thing at a time. You don't necessarily watch anything. Well, I I went through a breakup, and mm-hmm. my only access to like television was through my partner. Yeah. Okay. So now that I'm not seeing it, I'm like, oh. I just don't TV watch television anymore. Like, so I, I, I'm not the same. 
because I have started watching TV again. But um, yeah, for a long time, I had only watched stuff with other people. Mm. And yeah, living on your own, you just you stop watching anything. I watched an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race with my housemates the other day. Somebody recommended that I get on that, and I should, because, uh, yeah, I like that human interest. I don't like reality TV shows. don't know the way they're edited. Fair enough. I really wanted to like it. But... But... Reality TV show editing is horrible. No, I, I I know exactly what you mean, but I don't mind it. All right. Well, do we have any... Um, the elephant in the room is still the fact that we have been missing for how many months. Are we going to make any grand claims to try and get back into a weekly schedule? Or are we just going to play it by ear? Let's play it by ear. Yeah. So we'll continue to put stuff out on this feed. The aim is to finish season two. Yeah. And then we'll reassess. Yeah. There are so I'm, many... I'm going away, so Well that's true. There are so many films and other things that I really want to do this process with with mm. you. Ah shucks. Yeah. Well things which I'm genuinely interested about your opinion <laughs> and so on and so forth. Stuff that's not the Simpsons. Stuff which isn't the Simpsons. Um so we're not going to make any grand claims but we definitely want to finish season two. I yeah think. that's the that's the goal. Yeah. And well you guys are, are lucky because we've got another episode coming up. Mm. Well, um speaking of which I think I'm just I just need to pop out. Do you, do you mind if that's if that's okay? Where are you going? I just, just to the shop where you're running low on red wine. Yeah? Yeah. Get a box of red wine? Yeah, get another box of red wine. Cool. And we're back in the room. Well, I say we're back in the room. We've done the old switcheroo. Done the switcheroo. Um, so, yeah, Alistair has been replaced by friend of the show, Chanette. Hello. And we just watched the episode Lisa's Substitute, which features Dustin Hoffman, who you may or may not be aware was involved in some sexual harassment claims over the past few weeks. And Alistair which and I dates thought, this episode immediately. Yes. <laughs> um, Alistair and I thought it might be a bit disingenuous to have two men discussing this climate, so hence it. I'm the female correspondent called yep. in. Please, Shalister. Mm. Sorry, that was a really loud sip of wine. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed this episode. It was good, wasn't it? It's like, take it out of the current political climate. Yeah, I think this season is like kind of typical. I think the, fir- you know, the first um, season, or the first few episodes, is it's kind of finding its place, and by this point it's properly hit stride in The Simpsons, and like the, the, and both the animation and the stories and the characters and everything. So, no, it was good. Yeah, and this episode was just a really good mixture of everything you want from The Simpsons, wasn't it? It had heart. Yeah. Um, had, had a nice little kind of moral grounding to it. Had a couple of different storylines going on. Had some classic Bar and some classic Homer and classic Lisa. Yeah. Um, I guess Marge was a bit maybe undersold, but, you know. She you can't is. Have, you can't have everyone in... Yeah. Um, actually, no, I suppose Marge comes into her a lot more in later episodes. But I suppose the thing I noticed as well is, apart from the substitute, who we'll talk about in a minute, um, there weren't that many outside characters in this episode. Like No, it was quite a little... Well, I guess the substitute was the catalyst for the plot, wasn't wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, well, in this episode, Miss Hoover, Lisa's teacher, is um, is off sick because she has Lyme's disease. I feel think she does. Yeah. Been dumped again, according to Lisa. <laughs> yeah, that was actually one of my favourite lines of um, the year episode. Is when 
uh, yeah, she, Mrs. Hoover, Miss Hoover starts uh, crying. Oh, yeah, it's Miss Hoover, isn't it? Yeah, Miss Hoover starts crying, and uh, Lisa's uh, her first comment is, "Oh God, she's been dubbed again." <laughs> <laughs> Poor Miss Hoover, Miss Hoover and Miss Krabappel. I bet they have like, do you reckon they get together and have a drink wine and? I don't know, the like the, the state of the world together. I think uh, Edna Krabappel's too probably too busy. She, I think she'd much rather go for a drink with a bunch of guys and you know try and you know try her chances. Or do you want to do um, an episode summary then? Yes, Classic. I should. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I have to do all Alistair's bits. <laughs> I don't have him to hold this. This whole thing is falling apart without him. Um, Okay, so I'll do this as quick as possible. Actually, I'm going to enjoy Alistair not being. Yeah. I'm going to take my time with I'm this. I'm going to do like a. I'm going to do like a three minute summary. Yeah. So as we said, Lisa's teacher was off sick with Lyme's disease. So the she's replaced by Dustin Hoffman as a substitute. He turns up in a cowboy outfit. Um, Lisa falls for him because he's a great teacher. We should uh, hastily add he's not. Being Dustin Hoffman, he's playing a character called Mr. Bergstrom. Yes, Mr. Bergstrom. Who 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 he also says you can refer to him as Mr. Nerdstrom. Or Mr. Boogerstrom. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Boogerstrom's rubbish. Yeah. I think we could think we can think of a better one. Miss, uh, well, whilst Mr. you're doing a summary, I'll have a ponder. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Lisa falls for him. Um, concurrently, Bart runs for class president against Martin. He loses. That's all you need to know. Um, and then Lisa ends up comparing Homer unfavourably to Mr. Bergstrom. Then Mr. Bergstrom leaves. Lisa shouts at Homer. They reconcile. The end. And then Homer and Marge bang. Well, su- suggested, suggested banging. Homer's on a roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked the character of Mr. Bergstrom. And well, that's the whole point, I guess. Um, he's kind of... There's that... nothing not to like, really, is there? Yeah, and I think, you know... This week's uh, revelations aside, um, you know, before now, of course, like Dustin Hoffman's a brilliant casting for that sort of character, like really likable, kind of quite self-effacing and yeah. friendly. And... and I feel if The Simpsons did that now, they'd probably have like him star as Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Which is all right occasionally, but it's nice that he just plays a good character. Yeah, that's always my favourite in The Simpsons is when you get a well-known mm. name playing someone... Who... Who's not them. Yeah, that's always the best. Because cameos are a bit annoying, really, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, a little bit naff. Um, and also, it just feels a little bit more ham-fisted, having a celebrity mm. show up in Springfield. Unless it's Barry White. Yeah. He nails that. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Barry Gibb, then. Is Barry Gibb? Have you been in The Simpsons? I'm pretty sure the Bee Gees been in The Simpsons. I hope so. I think it's more a case of which celebrities haven't been in The Simpsons at this stage. I think even Tom Waits has been in The Simpsons. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. But, um, yeah, really good character, uh, and, you know... It's very sweet. Yeah. The relationship with him and Lisa is very sweet. Yeah, having a teacher who appreciates her thirst for, for learning, and he kind of gets all the other kids really into history. He shows up, first of all, dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> when he's firing his guns? Oh, I actually wrote this down. So he enters, when he first meets the class, he enters the classroom shooting his guns, and I was like... The climate's definitely changed. Yeah, that is immediately what I wrote down. I was like, could not do that now. Um... I wouldn't be surprised if Principal Skinner... I wouldn't blame Principal Skinner if he'd gotten his army training on. Yeah, yeah. Put him in a headlock. Yeah, there are are quite a few times in The Simpsons where uh, it's quite interesting to see the lack of reaction or consequence of things. So Mm. him coming into a classroom and shooting, even if it was like plastic guns or something, the fact they're still banging, and the fact that no one really even reacts to anything. 
Well, Principal Skinner asked him, he's like, whispers in his ear, are you insane? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's just my way of getting the children's attention. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was a noticeable kind of predating current climate yeah. sort of thing. Uh, what else? Um, I liked um, Bart's uh, presidential campaign. It reminded me a lot of Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, I definitely think if... if I kind of kept making comparisons. So he's running for class president yep. against Martin. And I think... I Well, I was trying to think of other past US elections that would be that closely matched, and I can't think of any because, of course, Bart is a complete buffoon and is kind of completely as well... He's just playing to what the crowd wants. Yeah, he's exactly <laughs> doing it. And, you know... and More asbestos! Yeah. And, um, and you know... Martin at one point is putting a poster as like, you know, vote for Bart Simpson if you want anarchy. And then it turns out Bart's putting up the same yeah. poster. And I kind of thought that, yeah, you can't help now but compare it to the whole Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, you know, the sensible person versus, you know, mm. strong and stable person versus the person who is a complete narcissist. Establishment and, person versus, yeah. Uh, an attention-seeking chaotic person. A, a child. Yeah, um, but although Bart, spoiler alert, Bart does lose. So he does lose. So due to low voter turnout, which is another. This is what happens, guys. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I don't know if that was something like some under the radar thing they were trying to push as an agenda, but I definitely took that home of like, yeah, see, this is why we wanted to get out and vote. Yeah, otherwise Brexit happens. <laughs> yeah, um, and so yeah, that wasn't something they properly drilled home, but it was still a noticeable. Uh, kind of comment on the fact that Martin won by two votes, as in <laughs> only two votes were cast, um, uh, because Bart and his friends hadn't voted at all. So there's a lesson for some kids there. Mm. Um, I noticed during one of Bart's campaigns, this is a this is an Alistair thing. He likes doing this. Hmm. Um, the elephant in the room. There was a really one of the background characters was like a really badly drawn Lisa character. Yeah, like she had like kind of nearly spiky hair but then she had the same like, orange dress and stuff yeah but that... then I was like is that Lisa and then the camera pans back and Lisa's watching from the window yeah it's one of those weird ones isn't it where you think was that just you know laziness where people just can't be bored or they're just not really thinking when they're colouring in the dress of a character or something like that yeah or I think the I think the shows might be coloured well they weren't coloured at the time like um in some horrible sweatshop in Korea yeah <laughs> and with people who have like don't really know the characters. Yeah. Probably not being paid enough to care about the characters. I'm trying to look through some of my uh, hastily scrawled notes. Oh, um, I quite liked the graduate reference in there. Yes, that was a good graduate reference. So, um, when it's Mrs. a good thing they didn't go for a straw dog's reference. Yeah, that that would have been quite harrowing. Yeah, I don't want um, to see like Homer's head trapped in a bear trap. <laughs> um, so there's a point at which uh, Mrs. Grubopple is doing her usual of trying to seduce a man. Um, and this happens to be Mr. Bergstrom, and uh, he turns around and says, oh, Mrs. Krabappel, are you trying to seduce me? Which is a line from The Graduate. Which is what? One, yeah, which is oh. one of my favourite films as well, which is good. Do you know what this could have done with those? What? Some uh, Sam Nagar Funkel. Hello, darkness, my yeah. friend. Oh, they could have played it over the, the train scene when Mr. Bergstrom leaves. Yeah, but they've done that. They've done that scene... Oh, with so, Grandpa, didn't they? Yeah, they did that one already, so... Oh, that, we haven't got to that episode yet. Oh, right. So, so maybe they were saving that scene up. 
you know. I still think we can have Sam the Garfunkel. Yeah, because you know when he le- when he left on the train, that 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 could have been ripe for a graduate scene, couldn't it? Yeah, or I feel like that song's been ruined for me a bit by um, Arrested Development. Oh, I've not seen that. I've seen some Arrested Development, but uh, not this one. They they have like a running gag with um, Will Arnett's character of whenever like something bad happens to him, he'll kind of like look off into the distance and then. Um, Darkness, my <laughs> and then they, they just keep doing it to a ridiculous level and, so, and then other characters start doing it right this now makes sense because one of my friends um, whenever anyone gets told slightly disappointing news he will just go up to them and say in their ear hello darkness my old friend there and I go. thought that he'd invented it so that now now I know that actually James O has not got any originality and he's damn it James O yeah we've, we've caught you out we're yeah. going to come round your house now yeah ripping off Arrested Development of all things yeah Michael Sarah would not be happy with that <laughs> um, so yeah so Trump comparisons graduate references um, um, I don't know much about Lyme's disease I know Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill had Lyme's disease yeah so that's the, the disease you get from ticks ticks yeah yeah, I the only reason I've ever heard of Lyme's disease um, is because of our friend Tom, or commonly known oh, as TJP, yeah. um, when he got lost in the woods in Bristol and um, with our friend Jack. Yeah, um, and got home to discover four ticks in his leg, um, and then had to spend the night looking up how to remove one safely, and then mm. found out also about Lyme's disease. To be honest, TJP is such a He's an on-top-of-it bloke Yeah. that if I was going to, you know, end up with some ticks on me, he's the person I'd want to be around to, like, help me out with that. Yeah, he's just got one of those kind of looks and voices that you think would know what to do. Yeah, I'd... even if he didn't. Well, one thing that I think... I've not actually seen a tick personally before, but I know that I've seen them on TV and things, and um, they're a lot tinier than I thought, and so okay. I, I wouldn't trust myself to notice. Are they like dogs? Uh, what do you mean? Do they attach themselves to dogs? Ticks do. They they do like dogs. Yeah, and then but then apparently, actually, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and some woman said that she got ticks on her because she sleeps naked with her dog. That's just asking for trouble. Well, yeah, I mean, surely there's going to be a whole multitude of problems that you're going to get. Fleas there as well. Oh god, that's the whole idea of it. Oh, like you know, I I I'm all for you know being you know being close with your pets, but not no not pets in the bed. No. Although we used to have a cat, and the cat you can't really tell cats where to go. They kind no, of have their own business. But That cat dodged over me once. <laughs> it was on a very cold night. She climbed under the bed sheets, and I was like, all right, just as once. And then as she left, she did a nasty fart. And, you know, that, that's why she went to live in the countryside. Yep. Yeah. She went to live on a farm. No, e- she didn't really. Excommunicated South Gloucestershire. I'll take that tally. <laughs> Um, what else have I got here? So, oh, um, at one point, um, they go to... So, Lisa and Homer go to um, a local museum that's about oh, to close. Oh, that's really good. That bit's really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, this is a kind of crossing over. So, by this point, Lisa has become quite obsessed with Mr. Bergstrom because he pays attention to her and appreciates her intelligence. Um, and he, In all the ways that Homer doesn't. Yeah, and... Homer, when given the opportunity to take Lisa to the museum, is trying to find excuses and um, can't think of anything. Um, and so he ends up having to take her to this museum. And on the way in, there's a su- suggested donation <laughs> box. And uh, he kind of interrogates the person on the front desk, which it kind of made me think, actually, and made me giggle. Because the whole, whenever you go to a museum, the suggested donation box, you know, 
I think everyone... It's like five pounds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things... And some where... dickheads always put, like, a foreign note in there, thinking they're really clever. Yeah, and, but the thing is, I was thinking about this, because, you know, Homer, of course, is like, oh, so it's just suggested so I can do what I want. Oh, well, good luck with that lady. <laughs> and it did make me think, yeah, like, whenever I go to museums, I always try and put some change in, but you see, like, a 10 or a £20 note in there, and you think, come on now, we all know that you've just, <laughs> you, you know... That's you, you. You stooged that, haven't you? Yeah. That's not. That's not a legit note. I have to come back to put that in the till so things balance out later on at the end of the day. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I quite like that bit. And then when they see Mister Bergstrom there, and he's putting a note in yeah. as they arrive. Um, Homer like, hey, don't you? It's a suggested donation. You don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, that was a really nice moment when they're going around the museum and uh, Homer sees for the first time just how little respect he has from Lisa because she's so enamoured with this teacher mm. and I think that's the first moment where he actually feels some sort of need to do something about it and he pulls it out of the bag yeah as as ever with the heart at the end um kind of comes to the end of the episode and Lisa's had enough because Mr Bergstrom is leaving and she's sad and Bart's lost his uh, class selection which he wasn't even really that fussed about in the first place because um, it means more work yeah, and actually, Homer pointed out quite nicely, you know, because well, I think Homer was disappointed as well that Bart had lost because it's a popularity contest and, you know... It's probably... You don't want to win for that reason, do you? No, but uh, both of them are kind of bored down to that rather than it being anything to do with actually improving anything. And again, echoes of Trump, you think, do you actually want to be the president because you want to do anything productive or beneficial to the country or do you just want to win and be the most popular in something? Mm. So, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, by the time that people listen maybe, to this... Maybe Donald Trump has a really good agenda. I know. I mean, and at some point that might become apparent to someone, which, you know, uh, you know, not that I want my political persuasions to be at all, you know, obvious or, you know, seep into this podcast at all. I think if you listen to any past episodes, Alistair, <laughs> I'm very bad at hiding. Um, but yeah, I kind of... Uh, yeah, so by the end, Homer's sorted out all his problems with his family. And so, then he carries Marge off to, for a bit of banging. Yeah. Which, you know, n- n- nice thing to end on. You nice know, way the, to end the, an episode. Yeah. But no, like I say, uh, overall, really enjoyed it. Thought it was a good episode. Um, has some nice little subplots in it. Good. <laughs> some n- nice fi- phone vibrations in the background. We'll cut that bit out. <laughs> um, yeah. Really like the character of Mr. Bergstrom. Uh, I liked him too, and we need to wrap up because yes. it's around 15 minutes. But I would also just like to add, I just thought this I like the fact that he doesn't come back. Yeah. He's just a one off character. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of makes it a bit more special. Yeah. You know, obviously ignoring all the recent stuff. But yeah, as but a character, I think it's nice that he's just a one, one shot. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously this episode was made a very long time ago. Yeah, in the olden days. When it was okay to be like. A horrible perv. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, or, or be naive to uh, Dustin Hoffman's gropey ways. Yes. Although, I guess, I should put a disclaimer, this is all unsub- unsubstantiated. Yeah, this is all allegations, of which yeah. I've not really read up on much at all. I don't know much about it, I just know there are some allegations. Yeah. And I. So my main feelings is, I like the character, I like the graduate, and uh, current events have not taken away from that. No. Right? But- on the flip side, we shouldn't let Dustin Hoffman off if he is guilty of these crimes. No, 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 not so. at all. The, the two things are completely separate. Yes. Right. God, it's difficult being in the public sphere, isn't it? You don't want to say anything bad or wrong. I know, but, you know, just because you're saying that you like a film isn't saying that you are 
yeah. supporting anything else. That's for a whole other podcast. You could go it into is, these, yeah. in these current <laughs> allegations sort of things. It's like, you know, what, what you do and don't support. You should probably listen to The Heart. Have you ever listened to The Heart? No. That's good. I recommend that podcast. They, they cover, like, gender and feminist issues way better than I ever will. Oh, right. Well, I will take this down. Great. <laughs> All right. Should we, uh, should we sign off on that? <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, you, right. You, you're, the, you're the pro, so you do it. T-T-Y-M-B, Archers. Bye!